0: people 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 it's a real one's birthday today another real one um i miss a lot of birthdays um when i say i miss a lot of birthdays i mean there are a lot of people's birthdays that pop up a lot of celebrities or uh singers or rappers that might be in movies and shit like that sometimes i get around to doing the commentaries when it's their birthday other times i don't it is what it is but today I felt like I was kind of obligated because this is one of the OG underrated actors man he's been around for a really long time and there's a big part of me that feels like I feel like this guy doesn't get the respect he deserves as a character actor man. Um, this guy's got a lot of layers to him, man. Uh lots of layers. And uh while he does get his respect, whether it's you know on the big screen, whether it's on a small screen and you know, on a TV show or something like that, it's just something that I you know I put him in the category with underrated actors like Clarence Williams iii Charles S. Dutton, uh, you know, people like that. But nonetheless, people, happy seventy fifth. He's 75 years young today, man. Ernie Hudson, Mr. Ernie Hudson himself. Now, if we don't know Ernie Hudson If anything, y'all better know Ernie Hudson. Uh, If y'all don't know him from this movie, I'm about to do commentary for y'all better know that man from Ghostbusters. Now he was in the first two Ghostbusters movies and he is rumored. We didn't see any of the OGs, but he is rumored to be in Ghostbusters afterlife in 2021, Me personally, even with the nostalgia factor they're going for, I wasn't really impressed by the trailer. Paul Rudd didn't really, you know, nothing against anybody in the movie or their attempts. I just wasn't impressed with the trailer, man. Um, And this is actually coming from somebody who didn't hate the Ghostbusters reboot with Kristen Wiig and um, uh, uh, Leslie Jones and um, Kate McKinnon, Melissa McCarthy. I didn't hate that as much as everybody else did. I think everybody shit on that that a uh, reboot or soft reboot way too hard but nonetheless uh, ernie hudson definitely was in the two og ghostbusters which broke a lot of ground man he was in the crow of course where he played officer albrecht that's one of my favorite roles he was a villainous role in sugar hill where i think he played the character lolly and he was a um he was a villain also when he played role principal role in the substitute that's actually one of my favorite 90s um You know, action thrillers. If y'all have never seen *The Substitute* with Tom Berenger and Ernie Hudson, I definitely recommend y'all watch it. But this movie, this was a little different. This is one of the reasons why I say, you know, I call him a character actor because he really put himself into this role. And while he has his uh, his moments of redemption, and he's a very likable character, you know, he's he's very much on the spectrum in this movie, and it, it it gives him that you know that type of character actor trait man and let you know that he has a lot of layers to him and of course I'm talking about the hand that rocks the cradle people now this movie 1992 is when this movie came out I remember um my mom buying a VHS me my brother and sister used to literally watch this movie like every other day this was one of our favorite movies if not this was definitely one of my favorite movies growing up it still is and I haven't seen it in a really long time but shout out to epics and on demand for putting it on here for the free ski now we already know man um Peyton Flanders, you know what I'm saying? Peyton Flanders, which is not her real name. I can't remember her real name in the movie. I know her last name is Mott, but played by Rebecca DeMornay. She can actually be considered one of the boogie women. Uh, not necessarily, excuse me, as vicious as Mrs. Voorhees or anything like that, or Debbie Salt, or Ms. aka Mrs. Loomis from Scream 2, but she's up there, man, because she was fucking psychotic. Now... Part of me wanted to put this in the Cuffin Season edition, but then another part of me was like, "Nah, this doesn't really, doesn't really fall into that category per se." So I'd rather keep it, you know, as a Happy Birthday Ernie Hudson type of commentary. But nonetheless, man, she does try her Cuffin Season antics with the, um, you know, Rebecca DeWernay with the husband in this movie. Now, this movie, um, it completely slipped my mind that Curtis Hanson directed this, and that's the same director as Eight Mile and uh, Amanda Silver wrote the script for this and amanda silver wrote the script for i think it was uh rise of the planet of the apes she wrote the script for so it's a good combo man it's a really good classic 90s early 90s um you know drama thriller type of thing and then of course you got annabella uh what is her name annabella six 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 Sikora I always say her name wrong because I, I, I get her name confused with somebody else but we know she was the woman I think she played Claire Bartell in here but she was the woman Wesley was doing in Jungle Fever if I'm not mistaken but this cast is dope man you got a uh, Matt McCoy you got a young Madeline Zima Julianne Moore's in this movie and while Julianne Moore I always felt bad for her because while she was she came across as a bitchy character but her character was very useful but by the time she became as useful as she did it was it was a uh, You know, much, much, much too late. And, you know, I feel like I'm getting much too late into talking about this because we're already like five minutes or so into this episode. So, without further ado, people, the hand that rocks the cradle. And again, another happy birthday shout out 75th birthday to mr ernie hudson himself who plays solomon in the movie now like i said i am watching this on epics big shout out to them because i haven't seen this movie in a really long time but again it's on epics if y'all are tuning in and if y'all are tuning in y'all come on man y'all know y'all are the real to reviews mvp so that being said people let's jump into the commentary for 1992's the hand that rocks the cradle i'll hit the play button in three two one let's get this show i forgot what movie it was where they where the guy said let's get this road on the show huh where he kept saying all the jokes wrong hollywood pictures that uh that pyramid not pyramid but it's like you know two tank almond it makes me uh for the hollywood pictures logo it makes me think of deep rising it always does I wish y'all could see how I'm swaying my hands in the air like I'm creating magic, because this is such a majestic, smooth opening for a movie that just goes completely off the rails. Not completely off the rails, but um, it's not like Fatal Attraction crazy, or Play Misty for me crazy per se, at least up until the end, but it never gets that wild. But it has these moments where Peyton, Payton starts losing her shit, man, but she's really particular and conniving about the things that she does in this movie to destroy this family Which is one of the, you know, it was more it was, a lot of it was psychological. It wasn't a lot of um Wasn't too much physical shit that she had to do. She knew exactly what to do. She did her research on the woman this family before she even you know became this nanny And go figure Ernie Hudson's literally the first character we see in the movie You don't see him like actually see him but you see his feet pedaling on that bicycle he has and I'm not gonna lie to y'all man I'm about to tell y'all something I don't want nobody to laugh when they listen to this uh, I-, I wanted a bicycle with like a basket on the back of it I don't really know what I was gonna put in there maybe snacks and guzzlers because I was a big guzzler uh, drinker I don't know if y'all remember that I think I'm showing my age again everybody in my age bracket y'all remember them guzzlers man Um, I probably would put snacks in the basket or something. Their house, by the way, is beautiful, man. And again, because they just, you know, just the caption just popped up. It said directed by Curtis Hanson. And it's really not strange, but I think that shows a lot of range as a director for him to go from, you know, something very. um, I don't want to call it a working class thriller per se, but to make a movie of this caliber to go and, and to go you know he's done shit in between that but to go to something like 8 mile which is just gritty as hell just probably Detroit in the fullest Uh, that is range man for sure will hardly ever see all my nostalgia is about to kick in i'm sorry y'all if i start getting annoying y'all have to forgive me but uh matt mccoy who plays uh michael bartell he he's a great actor man he's really good in this movie they're all really good i don't think there are any bad performances <laughs> poor solomon man he doesn't even <clears throat> he doesn't even know what he's doing wrong throughout this entire movie and the little girl that plays um, well she's grown now but plays Emma Bartell uh, Madeline Zima she actually for my horror buffs out there was in that movie The the Collector was the first one The Collector or was it the I think the second one was The Collection but she was the girl who's you know she's making out with her boyfriend in the, mo- in the house that's basically made of traps and the boyfriend falls onto all those bear traps she's all grown up in that movie <laughs> Ernie Hudson, ladies and gentlemen.
1: I mean this gentleman says the better Way society sent him. Oh better better day. I'm sorry, Better Day
0: Society? Yeah. Yeah. The so Better Day Society. Now he helps place the mentally
1: disabled with employment.
0: They're like, okay, what else? I live there. But he is very much on the you know. That is the PC term to use now is on the spectrum because, you know, like out in, you know, like um, certain platforms and things like that, you can't use certain words. Like back in the day, they would have called Solomon retarded, which he wasn't. He's a really smart guy. He's just, you know, I don't know if he's autistic back then. But again, he, he used the term mentally disabled. Why don't you see if
1: our guests would like anything to drink?
0: But I'm pretty sure they would be they would be very open about the fact that he would be autistic if they ever decided to remake this what bike doesn't have gears though bro? I can't ride no bike without gears y'all got me fucked up.
1: Should contain the whole area here,
0: and um, the gate should be right there. Um. Uh, d- do you want the fence to um uh, uh, keep people in, or
1: or keep people out? Um. Well,
0: both. <laughs> Mostly to keep people out. <laughs> listen, my sarcasm. Would like me and Solomon would be best One, friends. Two, three,
1: five, nine.
0: And Michael's like, wait, what the fuck are we dealing with here, honey?
1: Just kidding. <laughs> I got measure.
0: Ooh, All don't. Right i just got chills from that tape measure and not chills in a good way let me tell y'all a story really quick um i was a kid i can't remember how old i know we lived in south philly at the time and i was playing with this tape measure in the living room sitting on the couch and i did exactly what he did i took the tape measure all the way out and i let that son of a bitch go when i say that shit, sliced the hell out of my index finger and I threw it on the ground like it was alive, and I like I was so fucking terrified because I think it was either my my older brother or older sister that poured peroxide and the shit started sizzling. I didn't know what was going on. It was it was just a bad time.
1: Hi, Hi.
0: I'm Dr. Mot. Nice to meet you. meet you. John Delancey, who plays Dr. Mott. he lo- and nothing against this actor. I can't remember if I've seen him in anything else, but. The fact that he is what he is in this movie, he looks exactly like a fucking sexual molester.
1: I see you have a history of asthma here. Any
0: problems? No. i feel your pain, mama. Feet up. Okay. I didn't think it was usual to give a public exam after the third month. Well, we won't do that again until
1: the 36th week. But I want to make sure all my new patients have a full exam on their first visit. Hmm.
0: Fucking pervert. It's Mrs.
1: Miller. She's calling again for the test results. Why don't you go ahead and give them to her? She's all clear. If she has any questions, I'll call
0: her back. Yes, doctor. Would you I can't stand this motherfucker. Oh, like he used to scare me as a kid just because he was a creep, man. It's like how do you you have a fine ass wife who is Rebecca De Mornay in this movie and you're a fucking like creep ass breast molester and shit? Like, what's up with you, dog? Ladies, take heed, man. Like, if it don't feel right, like, punch that doctor in the fucking mouth. Sue him in the hospital for not knowing. Actually, punch him in the mouth, and then when he falls on the ground, just rip his balls off and shove him in his mouth. I know that's a little extreme, people, but that's how all, like, creeps like this need to be uh disposed of, in my personal opinion. And she, look how uncomfortable she is. She's looking like, uh, are are you supposed to be enjoying this this much? Yeah, she could have done that at home herself. He put the glove on just to take it. I fucking hate this guy, man. Burn in hell, Dr. Mott. You can tell she is just not at ease at all. He's trying to reach her cervix and shit. He is completely out of pocket. And look, she trying to get the hell out of Dodge right now. Poor Claire, man. She should have said something. Shit was so bad she's like about to have an asthma attack. Listen, when I sit when I tell y'all I am asthmatic, I feel her pain. That's how I was just coming from the story, oh no bullshit. That's how I was breathing, just like her. Breathing just like the relic. Weezing. <laughs> Solomon's like, what the fuck's wrong with her? poor thing and michael's just pacing the next scene should have cut it should have cut from them hugging and he's like claire what's wrong honey it should have cut to him with the burner going up to dr mott's office to wreck shit that's what it should have cut to michael is a little bit too calm true but i believe in street justice for motherfuckers like that man I'm, I'm trying to tell y'all rapists creeps pedophiles they all deserve street justice i said i said it once i'll say it again there is an abandoned building with saw blueprint contraptions for every person like that Victor- now look at this piece of shit dr mott's over there getting drunk This motherfucker. Yeah, you made headlines, bitch. He he reached up in her so far. He pro- he was about to deliver her baby his damn self.
1: the the was unavailable
0: Good riddance. Blew his own brains out. Good riddance. But you know what? It was too quick for me. Too quick. Uh him killing himself was the easy way out. Accused gynecologist found dead at home. Now I wonder, was Michael relieved? Was she relieved or However, we may be able to get the insurance company to return a small lump settlement. And ladies and gentlemen, Rebecca De Rebecca De Mornay, um, she actually hasn't aged bad at all. I actually watched, uh, I think it was sometime last month, Mother's Day. I actually watched it twice, like one time, and then I watched it probably like a couple hours or the next day after, because I forgot how much of a good job she did in that movie, man. I've only seen it a couple times, but you know, watching it damn near back to back, Rebecca De Mornay is such an underrated actress, man that's forever going to be a movie that sticks out uh this of course is first identity where she she got killed pretty early on she got her fucking head chopped off in identity and put in the dryer Jesus, man. Hey, 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 let me tell y'all something, man. When my daughter was born, I, like I was in the delivery room, of course, but I did not look past that sheet because blood in movies is one thing, but blood in real life and I, uh, mm-mm, mm-mm. Damn, she just lost her baby. That is that that's a really sad scene. It's like you sympathize with Peyton uh to a certain extent in this movie. Like the extremes she went to were a little fucking crazy. But you can understand this was a really damaged tortured soul damn area. She looking like bitch. Do you know what I just went through? Do you think I want to eat this nasty ass hospital toast and jello?
1: First during
0: exam. It She's like, oh, so it was you. That was that was all she wrote. That's all she needed to know. See how she just spaced out? It was a wrap. <clears throat> Yo, I'm going to be honest with y'all, man. Solomon is one of those characters in a movie, like, he could be around 24-7, and he's probably a person that would just brighten up your day. You could be having the shittiest day ever. He did get, uh, he did get little, I think Joey's his name, the baby. He did get him to stop crying, though. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. But, uh, not my baby. I know you did. Thanks. When my daughter was born, there were, uh, three people that held her at the hospital when she was born, and very few that held her when she came home. I'm very I'm very particular about that kind of shit. Well, yeah. That was a fear of mine, like, someone... Even family members trying to hold my child when she was a you know, when she was a baby and somebody dropping her, I'm telling you I will right, you burn this motherfucker down. Have you given any more thought to hiring a nanny? Honestly, I wouldn't
1: feel comfortable with having any of the girls I've interviewed take care of Joey. Claire, it's not like when we had Emma. You don't need to do everything yourself. Well that's um that he could
0: be Tell her, man. Uh, Tell her uh, to sit her ass down and relax. Why ask why? I'm going to stop asking so many fucking questions. Yeah,
1: yeah. well, uh, there are just some things that he can't do. And what's going to happen to Solomon when Solomon finishes painting the trim? Well, when he finishes painting the trim, I guess we'll have to find something else for him to do. Okay?
0: Okay. I love their dynamic, yo. The The, you know emma michael and claire i love it man their family you know and you can see how tight-knit they were until peyton comes in to disrupt everything and they start to damn near become a dysfunctional family in a lot of ways man but i love how claire throws that look at her husband like she was kind of nervous about what he was going to say to emma in response to when she asked about what was going to happen with solomon but he he answered properly you know what i mean All right, that was ADR cuz you did, you definitely didn't say thank you. I know you didn't. say. thanks. Thank me, do you know where the live? Here we go. Infiltration. Oh, hi. I'm Peyton Flanders. Hi. I I was coming about the nanny position. Oh. Yeah, I bet. I don't know, man, would y'all put, would y'all really put this in the category with fatal attraction and, um, <clears throat> let's say like something like single white female, that's another one I want to go back and uh, watch, I haven't seen that in years, Jennifer Jason Lee and, uh, I think Bridget Fonda was in that movie, Yeah, D- don't just pop up next time. You might want to leave a message or a fax. Sure?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: She's looking up at the house like, Oh, I'm going to turn this motherfucker upside down. <laughs> she, she looked at the house like, Oh, word. Ain't hey, y'all living good? I like that, that um that her earring fell out. It's it's gonna play a part in um it's gonna play a part in the movie later on. Like little small nods like that that pop up in the movie later on. I can appreciate shit like that. I mean, well, she didn't lie. She did lose the baby and her husband within days of each other, so. She's not 100% lying, so. All right, now, see, somebody's outside, either Tokyo drifting or trying to get out of a parking space. I don't know if y'all heard that or not. Yes, people, my window is open. I know it's freezing outside, but it's hot as fucking air. (laughs) <laughs> solomon said like he was singing for a second see she already scheming she didn't even wait to case the place she could have waited case the place for like a day got the ins and outs you know got looked looked at every corner every nook and cranny of the crib instead she walking over to this crib
1: Aww. Come on upstairs and go ahead and try to open it. If you can't, just wait till Michael comes up. Oh. Uh Solomon, this is Peyton. Peyton Solomon. Nice to meet you, Solomon.
0: Oh, oh, I'm, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. She looked at him like for real. That's how you know she was crazy. As soon as she looked up at him like that. yeah i would have been a little on edge when she said that been like i I would have kept it going like well what do you mean by that exactly so i'm telling you my sarcasm wouldn't lasted in the bartell home they'd have been like what the fuck is wrong with you dawg you all right Well, I mean, she's that comfortable around Peyton already to just pull her breast out in front of her to feed her son. Peyton, would you like to have dinner
1: with us tonight I'd love for you to meet the rest of the family tonight I'd love to Good. Around I'll
0: be now, even though Peyton is a psychopath with all the worst intentions in the world. I feel like that is um, a nice gesture if you are looking for a Nanny because you can have like an on-the-spot interview and all of that type of shit but to invite somebody if, if you take a liking into them slightly to invite them over to dinner to meet the rest of the family and get more of a feel for them to open them up a little more that's that's definitely a, a it's a nice gesture it's daddy. What kind of car is that that's just dope Do you, you help the mom out huh? Hi, They look like they're about to get it in. Now, Matt McCord, let me check real quick and see what other movies he was in. Cause I know this guy has got to have a really good resume as far as film goes. Oh shit, he was in the Police Academy movies. Yeah, that's right. Police Academy 5, Police Academy 6, he was in LA Confidential, Deep Star 6, National Security. Yo, how did I forget he was in the fucking Police Academy movies, man? That's crazy. And I like I remember little things from the movies here and there, but I I used to really enjoy those movies as a kid. Yeah, he's got a he's got a pretty decent resume, man. Matt McCoy, shout out. Big shout out. He was lying. Some of them. He's okay. I'm sorry, I everybody. No, don't be silly. I'm so glad you caught caught it, I'm glad you got it. I'm you. Yeah, they, she wanted to play the hero and finally seal that deal to get that damn job. Joey, looking like what I do? I didn't eat anything. <laughs> Poor Joey. <laughs> Poor baby Joey was in the mix, man. Solomon being a creep on that ladder. Hi, hi. The chill for you fall backwards on that oh, shit. Well, thank you. Solomon, I think Solomon had jungle fever on the low because the way he looks at Peyton. Shit, wind chimes help me sleep, man. I love wind chimes, people. A uh, little fun fact about me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Solomon's definitely in creep mode. why she sm- why she give them that crooked smile just now? Always loved their basement. First of all, I love the staircase, like just the make of their staircase, like the way it's structured. But I, it's, it's something about shit that looks like a cabin for me, man. Like just the wooded earth tone colors, man. It's something about it. Oh, it's perfect. Like it? She got that bomb shelter basement room. It's like white and blue, baby blue. Oh, yeah. Yep, they got a beautiful home, man. I wonder if this home is like still standing or who lived in the. um. See, this is me uh, only without the alarm clock waking up at 3 a.m. Only with me, it'll be if I fall asleep, I'll wake up at one. I'll wake up at two. I'll wake up at three. That's how it is, man. Sleep, uh, you know, people I see this trend going on social media where people talk about this thing called sleep. I've never heard of her. Never met her before. Um, haven't for like the past six years, I would say. No, five years. Uh, my daughter's five. I, my sleep patterns have been off since she was born, honestly. I'm not going to lie. I think that's why I'm so crazy now. Like I don't know how y'all still tune in to this podcast and deal with my crazy ass, but I'm very appreciative, man. I'm not like Peyton Flanders crazy right here, but definitely a little throw off. This part is just like This is just malicious, man. That's the only word I could think of. This is just wrong on so many levels. And uh if I could be honest for a second. I'm not going to lie to y'all, man. I I was a I was a I was a kid like anybody else was a kid. Now, when she grabbed that pillow, I thought she was going to smother the baby. Like I was a young one, I said, "Nope, she is not about to do that." Whew. She put the pillow over the baby monitor thing, the walkie-talkie thing. But when she start unbuttoning, you know, like her nightgown, uh, you know, as a kid I got excited, man, cause I had a crush on Rebecca De I'm not gonna lie. So as a kid I got excited. Yeah, I was freaked out as a kid. I admit it. I don't give a damn, cause y'all was too, and don't even try to deny it. But this scene was just, it was just crazy, man. Like they play this, they play like this sweet music because she's breastfeeding the baby and it's like a very maternal moment, but she's breastfeeding Claire Bartell's child. And of course she still got fresh milk in there because she just had, you know, she just lost her child recently. But this scene is very disturbing when you think about it, regardless of the fucking score that they play here, it's just wrong on so many levels, man. And one thing about uh, Madeline Zima, who plays Emma, she is about as sweet a child actress as, um, she reminds me of Maddie uh, from Mrs. Doubtfire. I can't remember that act- actress's name, uh, but she was also Matilda. She She's about as sweet as that little girl. She always reminds me of her. Who the Martins? <laughs> oh, they're large swallows, and the same family comes back every year to visit us. Aww birds that come to visit i would come back too <laughs> he said who are the martins i feel like that's a hard that could be a fucking horror movie y'all what do y'all think beautiful. call it who are the martins you
1: like that i got that in an show. you could borrow it
0: well, but um back to what i was saying really really quick to finish up what i was saying about uh the character, character of emma it's very easy for child actors or actresses to be annoying as fuck but i feel like okay i'm pretty sure there's a lot but for me danielle harris was one of the first child actresses that i saw that wasn't annoying on screen it didn't get on my nerves not in one scene at all That guy, uh, uh, Kevin Skousen, who plays Marty Craven. Uh, Marty, this is uh, this is Peyton. Hello, Peyton.
1: Hello, nice to
0: meet you. Need to get Marty looks like he used to date rape women in college or something. I'm sorry, I don't, don't know. <laughs> Michael's looking at him like, nigga, for real? Hey, Julianne Moore, people. Hello. Hello. What's with you? What do you mean, what's with me? Nothing's
1: with me.
0: Nothing my ass. (laughs) She knew. Now, the thing is the way they interact i never knew whether marlene and marty uh i feel like they're brother and sister in this shit man i feel like i feel like they're siblings they don't act like they would be like husband and wife or anything they share the same last name but because it's like if that were his wife and she's like what's with you and then she sees him you know checking out the nanny and knows he's gung-ho she would have you know at least had an attitude or something about it Unless you got a wife that's just gonna stab your ass when you get back at home, and the way she flirts with Michael, you know the history they got that Claire doesn't know about. Like, it's just a lot going on. This is on like I love the acting and the writing in this. I do compare it to shit like Fatal Attraction because it's just it's damn near flawless filmmaking, man. No, that's not what I meant. I just, boy,
1: you look good.
0: You You lying? You expected the other dress? Don't lie, motherfucker. You getting some anyway y'all are married i mean that doesn't always mean you're going to get some but i'm just saying damn i love that basement man and this, the upkeep is amazing great. Mom never lets me watch TV. Well, that's why we have to keep it a secret what the hell movie are they watching Own little secret That's our sign. Y'all throwing up gang signs and shit. She teaching her gang signs, and like poor little Emma's only like, like eight years old. Your mom and dad a long time. Oh no, she can't be eight. She's got to be like seven. right emma's spilling all the tea, yo. <laughs> and Peyton's like, "Oh, word, keep talking." No, you want another <laughs> shot of this Pepsi? And if I
1: I promise. Secret club <laughs> Well, The same kid
0: at school's name is Roth. It's been really mean to me. But he said if i told I'd be dead meat. He
1: said that to you? Joe <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Peyton like oh word. She
0: tried but couldn't help. Peyton looking like Oh, you got me Roth got me fucked up. They must not know Peyton Flanders up in here. That's the one scene where I was really, really rooting for Peyton because I hate bullies, man. I really do. What's that? Um, no, oh, you know, what's that saying? Uh, the hammer the baby. It, um, you know that, hmm? How much did you get for the Fletcher house last week? Uh, three and change. Mm-hmm. Balling.
1: All I'm saying is you're watching back. I'm serious. There's too much pressure these days a woman can feel like a failure if she doesn't bring in 50 grand a year and still make time for blowjobs and homemade lasagna <laughs> that was funny marlene's not much of a cook <laughs> marlene i think i'm gonna bum
0: one of these and the way he looked at her he looked at uh he looked at his wife when he said i'm gonna bum one of these because he If y'all know, if y'all heard that line and and know like I know, y'all know I looked at the invisible camera to the side of me. I hate when these fucking movies say the title in the movie, Dr. Dermot. Oh, God. But what I was saying was that um, the way he looked at it, he was like, Marlene, I'm a bum one of these. And he took a cigarette. But he looked at Claire like, I know you're going to say something. But she didn't know that he was still smoking cigarettes because he lies to her about it. That's why I said once Peyton came in and just infiltrated everything starts to fall apart with this family, yo. especially um Michael and Claire. Do you really think so? Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: Lady, shut up and stop gassing her. Yes, he
1: has a
0: you know I wish that lady showed up again in the movie Peyton was on some ninja serial killer shit the way she popped up Where? The shirt. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> this one, I was rooting for Peyton I'm not gonna lie man I'm really not gonna lie swung his little punk ass around. You, Leave Emma
1: alone. Look
0: okay. at it. If you don't, I'm going to rip your fucking head off. Jesus. <laughs> Damn. Ooh, that, that made me like, every time I see it, because the way she twisted his arm, it's like, ooh. You all right, Peyton? That's what he get, though. I bet you he grew up to go through a lot of therapy. He's he's still—he's still—he's probably like forty-something years old right now, still telling his therapist, "Like, I remember it like it was yesterday. That woman with the sweater wrapped around her shoulders came and twisted my arm. Little punk-ass bully. I can't stand bullies, man. Damn. Aww. Joe don't even want her breast milk no more." How'd they get the baby to like act hey. so well? Yeah. Or did he just not like uh the actress's tit? No. No, I haven't why something wrong? I don't I, I don't know, man. I'm assuming people yeah. like I'm not being a creep wondering. here. I'm
1: real tired. Michael was up all night finishing his EPA proposal uh. and I got up at four thirty to help him type it. I hope it works out. Good morning everybody. Good morning. Good morning. See you at night. You're not gonna have any pancakes? No, I've gotta go to Federal Express before I go to the lab. Well, why don't you let me take it? The last thing you need to worry about today. You sure you have the time? My proposal has to go out today.
0: Okay. Thanks. I love you. Bye bye. Bye, Michael. She better say I love you back. What's wrong with her? Ladies, y'all y'all better cut that cool shit out, man. If we tell y'all we love y'all, y'all better say it back. This greenhouse is beautiful, but um, I, I don't really, with the way that it plays out, and anybody that sees into this movie, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about, the scene with Julianne Moore. Um, the, the the glass scares me, but I know it being a greenhouse, most of the time it should be glass windows and doors and stuff like that. But um, it's beautiful, man. It's, it's like a whole nother world up in there. It's like, it's like Fern Gully for adults. Like, I would love to have a, like, once I get some land, like, I would love to have a greenhouse, man, like, no lie, like, and just walk around, like, how she's doing with a hose and just water everything once or twice a day or so. I know the upkeep is probably crazy. You got to literally tend to all those plants. They are literally living things. And the way Peyton was, like, scheming on that fucking, uh... Michael's business proposal. Oh, no, no, I don't. My husband was my only family. He's the only one who ever really understood me. Yeah, well, your husband was a piece of shit. He was murdered. By himself.
1: Probably
0: believe what goes around comes around like a boomerang
1: is there a bathroom here yeah
0: right um here there on the right side i'll be right back she's like yeah i'll she's like i'll be back I, i'm about to have a nervous breakdown for the first time in this movie i'm not gonna lie but uh what she's about to do i want to do this at least once a day I'm not even gonna hold y'all it's always something like I can have the the best 24 hours of my life and there will always be one thing that will challenge me to want to have a moment like this not even just the rip I mean yeah I want to rip up some shit sometimes like I rip up like outlines for podcasts or story ideas and shit but the way she about to spaz out now I want to do this at least once a day. No lie. Damn. This scene had to happen, though. She had to have that scene where she completely lost her shit. It had to happen. I feel like every movie with um, a, a, a crazy female involved, you have to have that moment where like, you know, I recently did, if y'all want to check it out, a commentary for a thin line between love and hate, and there's the scene where Brandy is um, bashing her arm in the door and hitting herself in the face, trying to bruise herself up to make it seem like Darnell beat her up, but there's always that, or no, her scene rather would be the scene where she stabbed the, the knife into the cake. There's always one break in moment for these crazy female characters. She go with that relic breathing again. I should say I should just call it relic wheezing. I did commentary for that too if y'all want to check it out. It was an intoxic commentary. Um so I'm pretty sure I was goofing off. I don't think I went back and listened to it. But the relic, um, the the monster breathes just like that, but a lot rougher.
1: But it was in your purse. I saw you put it in there.
0: Claire, are you alright? She's like, I know you can't understand what the fuck I'm saying. I don't even know. Damn almost made myself start wheezing just by trying to sound like her. Let me chill out. He's like Claire, honey. It's only my career at stake here. Like, it's all right.
1: Michael, I'm so sorry. I know you're
0: He's like, but you do have to make it up to me. So I want you to make them enchiladas. I'm going to get back to- Or what was it? Uh, Jody said he was like, you going to cool go in there and cook them tacos, right? I mean, at least she was apologetic about it, though. So I, you know, I give her that as a wife. Joe is like, mom, shit is fucked up. He he knows shit's fucked up in that house. Well, it's his eating habits. He's just not nursing the way he used to. How long's this been going on? It's not all the time, but a couple
1: weeks. Did you call the doctor? Yeah. What'd she say?
0: I cannot believe fine, as as I that her. I forgot Matt McCoy was in the Police Academy movies, man. I think I'm gonna go back and uh, revisit those movies. That'll be like a. Some type of comedy commentary thing I do.
1: She's our nanny, Uh huh. Okay. You should let me in on where you do
0: your hiring. You should let me in on where you get them specs, bro, because you could fry ants on a hot summer day with them jaws.
1: surprise party she's been feeling kind of low lately especially with this whole thing with your proposal well, that's a good idea yeah yeah oh well do you think uh do you think marlene would want to help out help out you kidding me she'll she'll take over <laughs> <laughs> well then maybe it's best not to tell her it was my idea why not i wouldn't want her to think i was competitive you know His friendship. I think
0: you understand Marlene pretty well already. And his co-worker just looking at him like, hmm, I I wasn't doing nothing. Just looking at you flirting, married man. Good.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm real glad you
0: came by. I'm not gonna say Michael led her on. Maybe he was just gullible in the moments, but you know what I'm not even going to say but because there is one scene where he does let Peyton ass know he lets her you know he's looking at her ass while she's walking off of course but he lets her know like there's only one woman for me and she's like that's all you need and she brings it up um, later on in the movie before the you know before the the, the final battle quote unquote and he says I meant Claire my wife that's the only woman for me and it's like right on bro and, of course, here, Solomon sees the paint with her tits out. <laughs> Drop the paint can and
1: everything.
0: <laughs> Solomon got caught creeping. Creeping on down low. <laughs> oh, man. He's like, what? I didn't see shit. I want to show you my sculpture. <laughs> Why does he look so... Okay. Is,
1: is, is that the head or, or, or is that the foot? No, that's part of the
0: fur. You know, I just realized that that is paper mache. We used to do that shit in uh, elementary school all the time. It was a very messy job but um you know I I never understood paper mache it's like the fuck we supposed to do with this man it's very frail it's going to peel all over the place it's going to make a mess that you're going to have to sweep or wipe up I get it arts and crafts though I get it I would never tell my daughter not to make paper mache He's like, um, I want to say yes, but I don't want to get slapped. Did you like looking at me? He should have said yeah, and then he should have fucked her. That would have been good for a plot twist. Damn! Don't fuck with me, well, she had to give him a backhand though? My version of the story will be better. Than yours. It's a good scene, man. The way he just tears up like this as sad as it is I love that scene because he he meant what he said man regardless of what happens before the final act he says you know I won't I won't let you hurt them you know what I'm saying He like, oh, I gotta hand this nigga a fair one. <laughs> Sol- Solomon probably would have <laughs> would have whooped Michael's ass. <laughs> Yo, he probably would have beat that man's ass. Oh, and they got him a bicycle, man. What a f- what a family, man. <laughs> Look how fucking happy he is. Again, Ernie Hudson really engulfed himself in this role, man. He's got layers. But it, I would watch him. Like, if you took Peyton out of this movie, uh, I would watch a movie about the Bartels and Solomon. You know what I'm saying? I, I would literally watch that.
1: I've been noticing some V.A.
0: Something about the way he touches her. You lying, some of them. Sure
1: must have misunderstood. Yeah, Claire knew right away. You're right. Solomon
0: would never do anything like that. Besides, it would be obvious if Emma
1: were keeping a secret from you.
0: <sighs> oh, she's so that's fucking manipulative, so. man. Okay. But that's her character. And, and and you you're supposed to hate it. So I hate it. God damn it.
1: Sweetheart. And do you know that if anything happened, good or bad, you can tell me and I would love you just as much. Do you know that?
0: Yes. What type of fucking doll is that Emma has next to her? That doll has no nose.
1: Secrets between
0: I people. feel like she made that, like it's a voodoo doll or something. She's like, Mom, I did, uh, 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 this house is just fucked up. And if Joey hasn't been able to show you that, then I can't either. Um, <clears throat> for all my parents out there listening to this, how often do kids go to sleep that easily? That's complete bullshit. They do not just close their eyes that easily because let me tell you all something. Let me me not even get into it. It it just doesn't happen like that. I get it. It's acting. It's a
1: movie.
0: Yo. Meticulous is the word. That Peyton is. She is very meticulous. In how she goes about doing things. Look at how she stares. At the mechanism. You know the way the. The the greenhouse. the, The roof. The windows at the roof lift up she's paying attention to everything so that she knows how to work everything like she's been doing that since she came into that crib so maybe i was wrong maybe she didn't have to go in there and spend a day or two casing the crib maybe she's just that insane that right away you know what i'm saying she, oh man terrible terrible scene this was so hurtful to see Peyton, you know, planted Emma's draws in Solomon's basket on his bike. It was such a hard scene to watch, man. Another asthma attack. Claire could never be like a final girl in, um, you know, like Alien or Halloween, because it's like as soon as the jump scare happens, she's just going to be like, <gasps> you know, like she, <laughs> the killer or alien or monster, whatever it is going after, zombies, whatever the hell it is, ain't going to be, ain't going to have to do no work. <laughs> she's just going to drop dead from not being able to breathe. the fucking better day society just came and confiscated everything they could at least talk to solomon and emma like to see what like i like i get it trust me nobody wants to play around and take that chance with their child believe me as as a parent i understand um but there are certain conversations that maybe should have been had This scene always made me sad as a kid Because Emma's sad that Solomon's gone Solomon's sad that he has to leave And he knows he didn't do anything The mom is sad Because Emma doesn't want anything to do with her And she just wants to go over to Peyton While Peyton's holding Joe The family is literally in shambles At this point If they weren't in shambles before Then right now all this shit's going to hell I hate her. Damn! I bet
1: your mommy wasn't mean like
0: mine. Whoa, 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 Emma, you shut the fuck up. Alright?
1: She died when I was very little. Your mommy died? Then who took care of you? I had to take care of myself. Peyton, if something happens to my mommy, you take care of me. Oh my God!
0: Of course I would. And your daddy too. <laughs> yeah, I bet. You didn't say Joe after Emma. You said your daddy too. Yeah, you want you want to take care of daddy, all right? I bet. Freak ass. Payton's the type of chick. She'll take your fucking soul, man. She's like the devil incarnate. She should have been like, ah, Peyton, a why the fuck thing. is everything falling apart once you got here? She should have literally questioned that. Her family was just fine before she got there. Either that or the way that Peyton's rubbing Claire's back right now. They should have just m- maybe had a moment to themselves. I don't know. Maybe I'm reaching here. I'm I, sorry. am just saying. She's very sensual with Peyton with Claire right now. and it's low-key it's certain things that he confides in in Peyton for that he doesn't confide in his wife for and again you can clearly see this family just all over the place at this point and let me ask this question real quick uh, has Julia moore ever changed her hair color she's always been a redhead in movies right like i think she has because I automatically think of Hannibal, where she played Clarice Starling. I always think of... Um, I mean, her hair, she looks like a redhead, at least in that light. But um, I, I think of Hannibal, of course, and I think of The Lost World. What was it? What's the movie? The movie? The movie? The hell am I talking about? What was the movie uh, she was in with... Um, was a, Is that actor's actress named Hugh Grant? Was it Nine and a Half Weeks? Or Nine Months, whatever that shit was called, where she was giving birth. And she's like, she's like, Anima! And she's like, Epidural, Epidural. Whatever that movie is Julianne Moore is in where she's going crazy while she's giving birth. I can't remember the name of it.
1: Charming. Uh, well, I gotta go. I thought, right? Thanks for lunch. Okay.
0: She also was in this movie I never really got into but always wanted to. It was called The Forgotten. I want to say I'm pretty sure that was her. Marlene,
1: Peyton's making one of her famous chocolate soufflés. Why don't you and Marty stop by for dessert later? Oh, sorry. I can't make it. I'm showing the Fletcher house tonight. Didn't you sell the Fletcher house? Actually, I did. But the, the financing fell through. I
0: had to start all over. Bye. I'll call you. Okay. Yeah, Marlene knew what the fuck she was doing. Like I said earlier, she really came off as a bitchy... Uh... Almost sarcastic character, but Marlene knew exactly what she was doing, and just when you start to like her character, you know, things happen certainly enjoyed When we
1: first
0: moved into house we I know that's right. You gotta christen every room. Oh, I'm sure Mike, is ladies don't ever feel like that a man never loses his first if you have a baby or get married and all of that don't feel unattractive don't feel fat don't feel insecure don't feel inadequate none of that feel like you are the shit like y'all give life man like seriously right? y'all are the shit yeah. <laughs> Did you know that? Wild, guess. wild guess she's like did Emma tell you that Peyton hey, not here. He's gonna miss and what's he doing Claire should have went? it's a lot of shit going on Peyton's a j- j- just instigating shit she's like what's Michael doing so late it's like why the fuck is that any of your business hey, that he's at a bar with Marlene in the next scene the oh. oh right he was supposed to be working at the lab she calls the lab and you know I guess he wasn't there or whatever but He got up with Marlene to make a guest list for Claire's party. can't find my letter. So it was all, at the end of the day, it was for his wife. So he wasn't necessarily doing anything sneaky, per se. I can see how it looks, though. You know, on the other side of the fence, I can see how it looks.
1: You know, I'm still not sold on this whole surprise party thing. Because of Emma? And Claire. She just hasn't been herself lately. How's Peyton doing? Oh boy. Fate's been great. Ash. I don't know
0: what we would have done without her. I wonder what Marlene was about to say in that scene. Cause she definitely was about to say something. And however long Claire was waiting for Michael to come home, she definitely finished half of that goddamn book that she's reading. Hi. I'm sorry, that's attractive. Um you know the fact that he comes home and she's got her glasses on with the little nightlight on, and she's reading a book shit <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but that is a uh, that's awesome, man she could easily be in there watching love and hip hop New Orleans or some shit the in my you never let anybody smoke at the lab
1: this an interrogation well, well what.
0: Listen, she' gonna know. That's like if I kiss my lady, and, and you know, like she's like, hey, "Like, were you drinking?" And it's like I say, "No." Somebody around me must been drinking. It must be in my pores. It's like, nah, your 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 woman's gonna know if you kiss her in the mouth, and you've been smoking or drinking. Unless your Altoid game is just on a bean. Or if you like wrap your Altoids up in, uh, he looking at that Peyton Flanders ass again in a nightgown this time. So it's a little more prominent. But uh, unless you, unless you wrapping your Altoids up in sticks of Winterfresh, which I just literally made up on the spot. It's actually not a bad idea. What? No
1: thanks,
0: I He's like He's like, well I would like a thigh and a breast, but uh the KFC is actually closed right now. It's fucking three in the morning. <laughs> Michael better chill, man. He better relax. He should've he should have went in bed and made love to his wife right then and there. And see, he came into bed and she cuddled right up on him. And he just had that sigh of relief. He's like, "Oh, thank God." The uh,
1: Better Way Society has put Solomon back to work. Better day. Better day. I'm
0: sorry. That's right, Emma. Correct them.
1: Your mom and I just want you to let us know if you we see him around school or at the house or something like that. So no, you don't have to do it.
0: It's like, let us know, and we'll shoot the mom. fuck out of Solomon. What the hell type of car is that that Peyton's driving? Oh, not Peyton. Uh, Claire. God damn. Whoa, Jerry Curl. You ought to be a pastor with that hairdo. I didn't
1: know your husband was a smoker. Mrs. Bartell,
0: your husband's got a habit he's keeping from you. Alright, you instigating-ass laundromat worker. Mind your business. I do not pay you to mind my business. If your husband's got a habit he's keep. Like, shut up, nigga. Like, damn. My family's already fucked up as is. That's probably what she was thinking. See, look, now she can't even she can't even breathe again. She going through it again. Got to take that inhaler. Mommy, what's wrong? And you shut the fuck up, Emma, because you don't even care. You said you hate your mother. And you said if something happened to her, you would want Peyton to take care of you. So don't even start your shit. I'm about fed up with this family right now. The only person I can vouch for right about now that ain't getting on my nerves is Solomon. And he ain't coming back until the next couple scenes in this movie. Spoiler alert oh,
1: Emma, I want you to go upstairs to room and play. Mom. Emma, please go upstairs
0: the more this movie goes on, the more it gets me riled up, and that's why I love it. That's why I will forever be hailed a classic for me. Damn. If your lady call you a son of a bitch, it's like.
1: I understand, I understand. you've been fucking Marlene! Alright, tried. that's enough. <laughs> there are people in there.
0: And I've just ruined your surprise birthday party. And we've done it as a team. What talking Talking about a surprise party. Soon as Claire looked in the room and saw everybody they should have played that uh, Price is Right. Boop,
1: boop, boop, boop. Mm.
0: How embarrassing. <laughs> and Michael's just staring out the window, hands on his hip. He's just like, man, I didn't plan this motherfucking party for like two weeks. That was the driest surprise. Julia Moore actually looks really nice in that scene. But uh, that was the driest surprise you're ever going to hear in your life. And Peyton's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry I came in and destroyed your entire lives. He's like, "Hey, pop. You you about the only motherfucker I trust right about now. You and Solomon." No. I can't seem to face her. Why not?
1: I can't go on like this anymore. I not Say am
0: sorry than I have. True that. That's a good breaking point for uh, her and him. And I like that they I like that they hug it out too. <laughs> I was thinking maybe we can go away for a few days. You mean Payton and the kids or just us? No, I was thinking I was thinking just the family without payton. No, that's right. Now she's having that epiphany. I like this scene. looks so appalled she's like oh my god they figured out I'm not shit and I have a whole sabotage plot against his family how dare they fuck out of here Peyton I think I might set that opera song to my notifications ringtone That is a really dope shot, though. Um, the overhead uh, damn near eagle eye shot of the house and Peyton walking, you know, through the yard to get to the greenhouse. But you see, she paid enough attention to know to rig the, you know, the the roof windows to where Marlene comes in the greenhouse, and those fucking windows come slamming down on her. Now, where she study at the school of mind hunters or some shit like do y'all remember the movie mind hunters i'm actually going to do a review for it soon enough because i took notes but do y'all remember the movie mind hunters where they were setting up these traps to kill the fbi agents on that island you had l cool j christian slater um johnny lee miller you had a couple uh it was a really good cast but there were traps you know and Christian Slater touched something. I think he turned the radio off and a bunch of dominoes fell and dominoes fell and hit a ball and a ball fell and hit something. And, then you know, it's that old school type of shit where one thing triggers something. It's like the Final Destination effect, pretty much. I couldn't think of the other, you know, the, the more notable effect prior to Final Destination. But <laughs> Is she knitting socks? like, no, nah, I'm minding my motherfucking business, Peyton, wrecker. but again, Marlene was not stupid, man, she knew exactly what she was doing, here we go, <laughs> Fucking a! Fuckin a. Where would she get that line from Kincaid from Nightmare in Elm Street?
1: Hello, let me speak to Claire. May I ask
0: her to Damn, you? say hello. Craven, want me to spell it? Shit. And banged on her. (laughs) What is this a parade? Let's go. Marlene was not playing around, man. She's like, thanks, Uh, get a haircut. That ponytail is not getting it, bruh. Now, all I'm gonna say about this this shot right here of Peyton cutting the apple, Um, what are the green ones, Granny Smith apples? Because if so, they are the best. They are the sweeter ones, they taste so much better. The red ones are cool, but there is nothing like a green apple trying to tell y'all Claire?
1: It's Claire?
0: and i love that hold up Pump faked her real quick just to get her to do what she wanted. She said, Oh, you blew my cover? I got something for your ass. Oh, no, Marlene. Damn. Ooh. Oh, final destination. Oh, man, that w- that is a terrible way to go out. Just shards of glass everywhere while Peyton's eating an apple. Damn. But uh, even though she's gone at this point in the movie, I love that Marlene was willing to put aside Claire flipping the fuck out and accusing Michael of sleeping with her and you know she was going to tell her like listen this chick is Dr. Motts you know widow you know what I'm saying and it's unfortunate that things happened the way they did but you know conflict resolution type of stuff now she's emptying out all her um, all her inhalers Which is actually making me uh, get a little shortness of breath just watching it, because I need a refill my damn self, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I had to breathe deeply, so I didn't, uh, you know, let it get the best of me. I'm good, though, I can assure y'all, we got plenty of more Tutor Reviews episodes to go, we not stopping no time soon, I got plans to do shit. Oh my god, look how she's wasting all that medicine. Peyton's a fucking nutcase, man. All she needed was some new dick. I'm not gonna say that's all she needed, but it's like imagine if Peyton would have like, if she would have ran into some guy like right now, while she's walking Joe in the stroller. Um, imagine she would have just ran into a guy. I mean, before she started having people get killed from the, the greenhouse and stuff like that, but. Oh, Claire, Claire, Claire. Can't get a break, man. Fuck. Damn, Marlene. Shit. Whoa, I mean, how how you, who's gonna pay for that door? yo listen man all my asthmatic folks out there have y'all ever been able to relate like where you can't even talk it's bad it's bad and the psychological aspect of it it's like you think to yourself like yo I can't talk right now I can't pronounce my words holy shit and then you start to freak out even more trying to tell y'all man it is bad This, this is actually making me hold my neck like, if y'all, if y'all can see my face, come on, baby girl. Be strong. She looks like she's actually turning into a zombie. Jesus, man. And look at the color of her, like underneath her eyes, the color of her lips, the color of her skin is just scary, man. I oh, oh man, yeah. My refill definitely has to come next month. I'm, I'm sorry. No exceptions. Holidays are not. Fuck that. I'll be damned. If the next time I can't breathe, I'm looking like Claire Bartell out this bitch. And Peyton's pissed. She's like, oh, she's like, I know they're going to the house. I was hoping she died, but the ambulance came. Fuck. Here's the O2. This isn't going to work. Forget the oxygen for now. Give me my
1: larynxoscope and and remember five line right away.
0: I'm what sorry you'll have to say that paramedics are with our like. What happened to her? Everything's gonna be fine. I'm assuming she's a friend of yours
1: It's gonna be okay She has trouble breathing. She has asthma I'm sure the paramedics have everything under control Yeah
0: Take a look over here. He's like, hey Al, you ever seen Hannibal? Clary Starling is dead in this greenhouse, motherfucker. I'm not even playing. We're going to get a thousand hits on Instagram with this. It's okay, Joe. It's okay. You know, I would have actually bought a sequel that was actually called, instead of the Jet Li DMX movie, from the Cradle... from or uh called cradle to the grave. Instead of the Hand that Rocks the Cradle, call it Cradle to the Grave and forget the Jet lead DMX John existed and have Joe all grown up. But then it's like, "No, nah, you couldn't do that because like what the fuck would he do? Peyton's dead, Dr. Mott's dead. He couldn't exact revenge or nothing." So, not and that's no diss to cradle to the grave. I actually um I love the cast. That director, I can never pronounce his name. He's the guy that did Romeo Must Die, Doom, Exit Wounds his execution is very strange but um his his casting is dope his ambition is dope and solomon's out there looking you know he got the hoodie on the bike he looked like one of the judas breed cockroaches from mimic in that fucking alleyway See now that Claire's in the hospital, she trying to make the moves on this ball. That's better. She ain't shit. She's in heat. Damn. Yeah, she just came in that wet nightgown. Like, literally just came. Um. <laughs> Shit. But he let her know. There's only one woman for me. You know what I'm saying? I love that scene with him because it does show that he was a stand-up guy. He was not dipping off with Marlene. It just so happened that was the type of friendship he had with Marlene. Um. You know what I'm saying? And wait, how did you gotta love that Emma didn't snitch that Solomon was riding behind them? But how did they not look in any of the rear view mirrors and see that Solomon Solomon was riding that bike following them? Yeah, oh bet. Michael, before I forget the school board secretary called.
1: So the meeting's now Thursday night. I wrote it in your book for you. Okay, great, thanks. It's a fundraiser thing. Faith heard about it when she picked up Emma. Oh, you said I could borrow it. Is it all right?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh.
1: Yeah.
0: Claire was such a pushover okay. until she. Clara was a pushover until she had her moment of clarity. It's like, you come home and Peyton's wearing your shit. Cooking din-din. Decorating Joe's room. You know what I mean? Oh, Michael, you're fucking gullible in a pushover as well. That's why y'all belong together. Joe's like, hey, mom, where, where you been at? Just stuck with this crazy ass lady. <laughs> this shit, man. They're playing Go Fish in the living room. Michael, Emma, and Peyton and Claire comes down the steps and she she doesn't even want to interrupt family time, basically. Fucking crazy, man. Claire Marlene called 555 something something 555 4143 if that's not the easiest number to remember then I don't know what it is. Oh, she's got a picture at her so that was her husband Marlene's husband uh, was the guy Marty I had
1: just given her these she had asked for she looked at them a minute later she hurried
0: out of here it's very strange she was closer to Michael than she was to Marty her own husband it's very strange. That fucking crib. I, you know, tempting. I'm not sure I would want something like that though. Tempting. The surrounding area is, is, is very nice. But, um, just something that massive, man, is just fucking crazy.
1: look inside yeah glad you made it I was just on my way out
0: (laughs) to go where that actor looks like he was in something before the
1: house was custom built a few years ago it's listed well below market value the very
0: Short time. Shit! I'd have set up shop in that joint. Not so many glass tables, though. Um, everything looks very. While it looks very sterile, in there it looks very frail. Like I wouldn't want so many glass objects and shit that's easily broken. That's a strange looking toy. It's not a toy, bruh. As she did. All right, Claire. It's time. It is time. We are in the third act, motherfuckers. (laughs) And Claire peeled off in in that Smith's Grove Sanitarium Volkswagen. (laughs) Damn. She should have ran through the gate. Actually, she should have crashed through the front door. They'd have been like, Claire, what's up with you, yo? Oh shit, I didn't peep Solomon's bike was parked right um near that trash can. Claire didn't even notice it either. Hi Claire, we were worried about you. She's looking like for real. <laughs> hey Ha <laughs> ha Oh my god. <laughs> it's like my god, baby. I didn't know you had it in you. She's what? Dr. Mott's widow, nigga. House. You heard. Me, Michael just like you said you she, she doesn't realize how I've come through for this family Yeah, your co- your cover's blown tell her about us there's nothing to
1: tell you should leave Peyton. Michael what are you saying you told me there was only one woman for you I meant Claire my wife
0: I know that's right Michael go ahead Mikey
1: okay I'll
0: just get my baby and we'll be on our way. Whoa. <laughs> She's like, oh, I, did I, I, I say that out loud? <laughs> I'll just go get my
1: things. Michael. You don't understand. I mean, leave now. We'll send your things.
0: First of all, fuck your shit. You lucky we don't burn that shit, which I would and sing Kumbaya right on the front porch. The cops come like, listen, we got a call for this. Yep, I'm burning this murderous nanny, manipulative nanny shit. That is Dr. Mott's widow. All her shit's getting torched. You got me fucked up. I'm sorry. You've all been
1: so kind. Mommy, Daddy,
0: what's happening? Emma, stay there. No, Emma. uh, What's Happening was a show back in the 70s or the 80s or so. You need to relax.
1: Goodbye, Peyton.
0: Nope, only Peyton we acknowledge at this point is Westlake from Darkman. Don't do it.
1: Call the police. Claire, calm down. Michael, you don't know what she's capable of. Just calm down. We have her keys. I think she rigged the greenhouse. I think she rigged the greenhouse for me. All right, get the kids things. We'll go to a hotel. Go upstairs, sweetheart.
0: A hotel? Y'all better... Stand and deliver. Just fuck wrong with y'all? Well, no. All right, sir. I'll have a car over there as soon as I can. All right. We live at eight zero eight Yakima. Emma, sweetheart, we're
1: gonna
0: go away for a few days, okay? We ain't going nowhere. You got me fucked up. We gonna hold this shit down. Peyton wanna get froggy and come in here or bring reserves. We gonna be ready for it, no, man. And all he could think about is picking up the silverware off the floor. After Peyton got mopped real quick. God, Michael's, you know, they're both pushovers, I, you know, I respect Claire's gangsta, in the final moments Michael's not so much Claire has had it up to here because it was a breaking point for her Michael is still being that guy you know, he's being no Claire, or he's like no Peyton, I mean, leave now we'll send your things, he's like, Claire, calm down we'll go to a hotel and we'll figure everything out, it's like, no man, like This shit has gone far enough. She even told him. She said so many things have gone wrong since she's been here. And he's still just being really lenient towards the shit. I would have got to that radio a little faster and unplugged that shit. You're not gonna scream at me while I'm trying to listen to music. See, even the alarm scared him. I mean, it probably would have got me too. I'm not gonna lie, my alarm gets me in the middle of the night. Whoa! Hey! Damn! Shit! I love that part where she where she busts that light out with the shovel. I said, "Okay, Peyton's badass. I'll buy it." Yeah, and still fucking unlocked it anyway. Oh, that's a nice grand. Is that a grandfather clock that they got up against the wall like that? I'm not sure. I like it though. I really do. We in the, we in the end game, people. We in here. I don't know. Um, a part of me wants to say this is a little too well lit but it doesn't take away from the movie at all but then again it's like you know some people some people out there say you don't want to make it look too much like a horror movie so I you know I get it holy shit Michael almost got kicked in the foreface she fucked me up and there was nothing I could do about it.
1: I, I, I can't move. My legs are broken. i
0: the kids. Broken? How she managed to have you incapacitated but your wife, your asthmatic, frail, tiny wife is still standing. Ready to wreck shit. <sighs> Peyton got the drop on these motherfuckers. See, look, Emma not even following protocol. She's unlocking the door. Her mom told her, you know, don't don't open it until I come back. Can nobody listen to directions? This is why the Bartell family is fucked up to begin with.
1: Nine one one, what is your emergency? Hello. Yeah. me.
0: Oh shit. Oh to my family. Jesus, man. was like yo you really are fucking crazy go lock her ass in there with the skeleton key (laughs) it's like let's go Emma and Joe's crying he's like sis what the fuck you doing I was sleeping he's like I was sleeping through an attack (laughs) he was sleeping through a home invasion (laughs) alright well that was clearly ADR because Joe's mouth was not moving during that scene Damn! why are you putting a sheet over his head like that little girl straight up serial killer shot right there sticking your hand through the hole in the door to unlock it I love shots like that reminds me of Friday 13 part 3 where Jason uh, axed off the doorknob and he stuck his hand through it anyway Tama, why the fuck would Jason knock off the doorknob with an axe and stick his hand through the hole instead of just pulling the door open? Did commentary for that, too, if y'all want to check it out. (laughs) She's like, I fucking hate Sony. Oh, Joe gave away. Joe, she she had to drop on them because of Joe. Cause he wouldn't be quiet. He wouldn't be quiet. Yeah. Let's go, Solomon. <laughs> Ran right over to Joe. Let's get it, Claire. Let's go. Don't have an asthma attack. Whoa. Oh, fucking Claire. Damn it. (sighs) Emma would have had plenty of ammo after this. Like, Claire, like, you know, once the movie was over and said and done and the family moved on, Claire would have been like, Emma, go to your fucking room. I'm tired of your shit. She'd have been like, listen, why, why you ain't do Peyton like that? Why you ain't talk to Peyton like how you talk to me? Don't try to get all tough now, ma. It's like... When your husband makes love to you, it's my face he sees. Oh, shit. When your baby's hungry, it's my breast that feeds him. When look at you, when push
1: comes to shove,
0: he can't even breathe damn she's like oh mom you learned the tricks of the trade." there you go fuck her up there you go one time two time okay Claire no. Solomon ate that hit. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you ain't think it was a rat before, And it's a Reynolds now. Yep, that's over, Peyton. He, he, he,
1: he's okay. <laughs> I, I didn't
0: hurt him. Okay. <laughs> Let's go, Solomon. <laughs> Emma, Emma, it, it's okay. it, it's okay. He's like, listen, I I know you're traumatized for life. It's fucked up, but listen. Listen, Solomon needs a fucking, uh, he needs a permanent job, a permanent check, or something like a, or he needs a mural. And even after all of that, she's, you know, he's still like, listen, I'm not supposed to hold a baby. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But look how fucking happy you made him. (laughs) She's like, yo, we good now. That bitch dead. You ain't got nothing to be worried about, bruh. And Ernie Hunts' walk, his walk after that, his walk with the baby, man, it was his happy dance. Oh shit, I forgot, you know, I keep thinking it's going to be like when the police pop up and be like, is that all that you have to tell us? And, you know, but it wasn't that. But, um, people, if you know, like I know. You know, this is. I've, I've really wanted to give it a nine and a half and find the flaws in it, but this is one of those movies, again, like Fatal Attraction. Um, this is a 10 out of 10 for me, hands down. Um, I, I love the way this movie's written. Uh, first and foremost, I love the way the characters are written. Uh, they're written really um, down to earth and realistic. And it's. The balance between drama and thriller is cool. Like if you would have took out the, like I said, if you would have took out the thriller aspect and left it, like if you would have left it warm hearted without Peyton Flanders and just focused on the Bartell family, I would have watched the movie just based off of that with Solomon in the mix. But if you would have kept Peyton in there, you know, it's a balance of drama and thriller all at the same time. It's it's a really good uh, uh, script. It's a really good direction It's a really good execution. So, of course, I give it. I give it 10 out of 10, man, for sure. And shout out to um, Curtis Hansen for putting this thing together, man. And, um you know, of course, Rebecca De Mornay, Ooh, la la. Shout out to her. Annabella sciorra I hope I say her name right. I, I know I'm saying her name wrong, but I apologize. But, um you know, the actress that plays Claire, Claire Bartell. And again, happy 75th. Birthday to Ernie Hudson. I want to say 75th. I hope I'm getting that number right as the time goes on. Matt McCoy, Madeline Zima, Julianne Moore. Shout out to everybody that was a part of this movie because um it is it is one of those movies. You know, it's on fucking scariest movie moments of all time. You know, I don't know if y'all have seen the AMC um documentary, I guess you can call it, but Peyton Flanders is one of those characters. The Hand That Rocks the Cradle is one of those movies that makes it onto uh scariest movie moments of all time. And uh rightfully so, man. It's a it's a great classic. And whether you put it up there with Fatal Attraction or not, it still holds up. So yeah, man, 10 out of 10, easily. But um, I need to recharge people. I do. So, with that being said, if y'all already know where to go. But y'all should. But in case y'all don't, y'all already know y'all can follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Podcast Breaker, and Radio Public. Shout out to Anchor. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram Romero Tudor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. And last but not MF and least, shout out to the Tudor reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there. I see. Even though I said uh, the other day or the last episode or two, y'all st- you know y'all made the numbers spike up. Something crazy over the last week or a couple days or so, y'all are still tuning in, man. Y'all are still tuning in, so y'all already know, you know. Y'all know, man. I can't, can't say enough about y'all, man. I, I I really can't, and I I wish I could. I know there's a lot that I got to review, and there's a lot of content I want to get out there to y'all, and that y'all are expecting. Promise y'all, I will get there sooner than later, man. And y'all already know the love and support that y'all show me, man. I show it back to y'all tenfold, and then some. So. With that being said, people, yours truly, Romero Tudor, another episode of Tudor Reviews in a Can. I'll check y'all on the next one.